Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Randy Gill. Randy Gill, also known by Gill, is a native from Washington with a love and passion for music that developed at an early age. Gill's way was formed to ensure that artists would profit directly from their talents and create a legacy for themselves. In 2017 and 18, he coordinated the Who Got Next competition tour with Universal Records pro- producer Tone T for two months. While visiting 16 cities across the country, this tour showed him that talent was plentiful and in abundance. Serving as executive producer on the album of the winner of the Who Got Next competition, Cooley, he learned the importance of copyright and residual income while registering tracks with the Performing Rights Organization. This fueled his drive to teach artists to claim their art, copyright, and protect their music. As the time goes on, he plans on expanding the roster of Gil's Way and educating more artists on securing their legacy. So I present to you all Randy Gill. Good morning, Gil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great. I am great. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. So let's get into the interview. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Gil, what is your definition of purpose? Um, I want to say my definition of purpose would have to be experience. Um, as you was told, that experience I had from the Who Got Next tour made me come up with this business of mine that, I, that, I, that now I'm embedded into, which is a lifestyle now. So I want to say experience helps, helps, cultivate, helps cultivate your purpose. Yes, absolutely. This is actually the first time I've heard someone use the word experience. I'm mm-hmm. sure other guests have used other words kind of around that, mm-hmm. but experience definitely helps, like you said, cultivate your purpose because yeah. without experience, your ups and your downs, how can you figure out what you're really supposed to do in life? So that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely perfect. So if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Um, one word. I want to say, I want to say patient. Mm. I want to say I'm very, very patient with everything that I do. I try to take my time and let it come to me for most times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I deal with a bunch of different attitudes and emotions and things like that. So I got to be patient. I say, yeah, patience is my key. Because one time I had to wait, like, literally, like, an hour and a half just to get yeah. one thing from somebody. So I think I think my patience is up there right now. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I had to wait an hour, had to wait like an hour and a half for, for uh, just for like a brief meeting, for like a 15-minute meeting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I think my patience is up there. I believe you. Listen, <laughs> when you waiting for somebody to do something, that, that, I listen, I have been working on my patience for a long time. And I'm like, come on now. What is the courtesy here? Right, right. 
But like, you know I what? Other stuff I had to do. Right. But you know what? I'm never. I'm never. I, I try not to get mad about the situation because I understand what's right. going on. You know. Just next time, though. Next time. <laughs> next. Right. Remember, don't do it again. Be on time yeah. now. <laughs> be on time now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, people will try your patience. Definitely. They definitely will. So, can you give our listeners? A backstory on how you basically got inspired to do what you do today. Um, backstory. Um, well, as far as business goes, I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to be in the business world since I was 16, when I was in high school. Like I knew I wanted to do some type of business. Me and my brother tried to do like try to come up with like a barbershop scheme, and we gonna do all this when we like 18. And mm-hmm. um. And then as I started moving along, I started realizing that I was good with assisting people with stuff. You know what I mean? Like connecting them with what they wanted to do. So once we went on the Who Got Next Tour with Tone, I figured it out right there from the um, the black men and women that we were dealing with. They didn't know anything about music for real. They just knew they just wanted to get this deal that we was presenting. They ain't know, like, they, their songs needed to be this way or was it copyrighted or ASCAP, BMI, things like that. They didn't know anything about that. So right. I just came up. When we got back off tour, I just sat down and I just, you know, started coming up with a business plan. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come up with a service that helps the artists, you know, to push the artists front, you know, so they didn't know about the back end stuff instead of just the front mm-hmm. end. Yeah. So that was my whole spin on it. That's good, though, because... It's it's so sad that like you said, like the people knew that they wanted to win this this bag. This was what they wanted right. to do. But they didn't know all the logistics that, that can happen afterwards. Like the things that you need to do. Which right. is is good for pe- individuals like you and I know other individuals that might not even be in a music industry, but it's good to be able to let these people know, like, listen, like, these are the things that you need. It's a checklist right here. This yeah. is the stuff that you need to go through, you need to do, make sure you got in order before other things can eat, before you can even position yourself in another spot in your career. Like, this exactly. has to happen first. So, and I was, it's so crazy, I just did a live just yesterday, and I was talking about positions and how you have to position yourself. But once you're in a position, of course, you want, you know that you're not going to be in there for a super long period of time, but you have to experience certain things and achieve certain goals before you can move to the next step. Mm-hmm. Stop being so ahead of yourself because then that's how you get caught up, and then, of course, things don't go the way they're supposed to go. So mm-hmm. you just have to learn how to tap into your intuition and, of course, have faith in whatever your higher power is to understand and listen, like, this is the time, and this time right here, we can't get this back. We can't ask for it back. You know, it only comes one time around. So if you're going to do it, be good at it, and have, like you said, have patience and understand that everything has its own timing, especially when it comes to positioning yourself in life. Right, right. Prepare Prepare, prepare for the for the dream, for the big dream, man. Shoot for yeah. the stars, but you gotta, like you said, position yourself. Make sure you dot your I's, you know, cross your T's. You know, I think school was a big point of me when they give us that syllabus and they tell you this is what counts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's all. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's what I'm trying to come up with a syllabus for the artist. You know, everyone, right. everyone won't, everyone won't have the same syllabus, but right. yeah. You may, you know, it's just some stuff. It's some essential things that you need in order to be in this business. Right, right. That is the absolute truth. <laughs> so can you tell our listeners more about the Who Got Next competition? Like, how did that all come to play? So the Who Got Next tour 
started with a guy named Tone P. Um, he was a producer, producer for Wale and a few other artists back in like, I want to say 2012, things like that. Um, he came up, I know him through a mutual, well, I know him through his cousin. His cousin is my best friend. Um, so one day we linked up and, um, he was like, yeah, man, I'm about to put on this tour, man. Would you like to be my tour manager? And I was like, man, you know what? I was like, yeah, why not? You know, like, Mm -hmm. and mind you, I'm scared. Like, you know, we about to go on (laughs) tour for two months. About to go on tour for two months. Like, this is something different. You know what I'm saying? You know, I never did it before. We going across country. We driving everywhere, you know? So, so he comes up, so he, he comes up with the tour. He came up with how he was going to execute and all that. And I was just like, look, man, whatever idea you got or how you doing it, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a manager and I'm gonna execute it. And then right. along the way, along the way, of course, you're gonna have to change up your plan and adopt. And I think that was a good marriage for me and him because he already had the plan, but I knew how to adapt to a lot of different things and do things that we shouldn't be doing. You know, because right. all was when you're on tour, when you're on tour and you're working with like a limited budget, it's all about getting to the next city. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So how are we gonna get to the next city? How are we gonna get to the next city? So I think me and him did a good job of managing it and. Putting that, putting that play together for the most part. That's decent. That is so thorough that, you know, like, and like you said, you said I went in with no experience. Like, you picked little old me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you saw something in you that was yeah. worth you even seeing. Like, you know what? I know he's capable of doing this, but let me, you know, bring him on the tour so he can be, so I can be able to show him, like, listen, you can do this. That yeah. is decent. Yeah, gave me the shot, man. This, you yeah. know, he helped spur. He helped spur all of this for the most part. That is amazing, and I'm sure y'all saw a lot of people on this tour. Oh man, a lot, like a lot, oh. like uh, you know, our first, our first city was Chicago, uh-huh. and it was it was a rainy day, so we had about thirty people there. You know, wasn't the big number we was expecting, but it okay. still was impactful. You know, we right. got a flat tire, the first city, all that. You know, oh but we kept God. going, we kept going, got a new car, got a new car, and drove to Cincinnati. It was, wow. we got there late. There was like two to three hundred people waiting for us in the hallway. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know, just keep moving. You know, yeah. Keep moving with You it. have to, yeah. despite the things that happen, you still have to keep moving. One little thing don't stop the show. Nah, not at all. Does not stop the show. It does not stop the show. But that's that's perseverance and and, mm-hmm. and dedication. And people have to learn how to embrace those um those qualities because um it's a lot of things out here that uh that'll get you in a funk where you you just feel like giving up. Yeah. So it's good to always either have that circle of good friends or family that you can go to and. In times of trouble, and then also praying that things is going to get better because, mm-hmm. but you can't go to these people, take their advice, and then do the opposite. You right. have to, you <laughs> no. have to um, listen to what they say and then trust them. Like it just yeah. don't work like that. So yeah, I'm glad y'all were able to do this tour and get an amazing winner who's probably doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So let's go back to when um, Jill was a kid. So, you know, we all had role models and mentors. Who was your role model or mentor growing up? And I'm sure it changed over the years. So who did it change into over the years? So my first mentor, of course, was my mom, you know, because she worked mm-hmm. hard. You know, she she, I, she gave me the blueprint in order to how to, you know, how to play it and how to 
scale out, like plan out your dream and execute mm-hmm. the dream. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen her go from this job to that job to eventually being like a bank manager. You know what I'm saying? So just following, just following her footsteps in that. And then it changed to from my mom to Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? About, I want to say about 16, it changed to Jay-Z. And I saw how he was moving, not with just music, but with, with all the other endeavors he was doing. So mm-hmm. I was like getting clubs and, you know, at that time he had clubs, he had clothes, um, he had like some deals with he had some deals with liquor and things like that. And then it moved when I got like more interested into the stock market was Warren Buffett and just seeing how he handles his business mm-hmm. and you know how he manages his money and things of that nature. So I think I think those would be my three pillar people right there that I'm trying to be like hopefully one day. I know that's right. You want to? I know that is right. Listen, we all have people we look up to, yeah. and um, and and that's where we get our inspiration from. Yeah. They inspire us to do better because we know there is better. Like you know, right. what I mean? so it doesn't stop. Like okay, you achieve this goal. Okay, go up to the next goal. Like okay, and then you go up to the next goal, and it's just a process that doesn't stop going. Like you just have to keep getting motivated and keep going and knocking these goals out and doing what you gotta do. I think the hardest part for me being younger was um trying to see trying to see the next the next steps. Uh-huh. You know, cause when you because you're young, when you're young, you don't do too much planning. You know, you just working and working and trying to find a way. So it was like, man, damn, I'm not not working no more. You know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. So I think that's what helped. That's what helped push me, though, at the end of the day. I was like, man, I just got to keep it moving. Just got to get out of here somehow, somewhere. Right. So I just kept, yeah, I just kept that, I just kept that on me every time I went to a job or or a job I didn't like. I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. man, just, you know, give yourself like six months, seven months, then you find another one. Right. Um, But, right. Keep trying to do right. something. Yeah, yeah the hardest, but that hard part was definitely trying to see the next step. You know, like mm-hmm. when you're 16 and you look at somebody like 30, you be like, how the hell did they get there? You know, it's like, what did they do? So, right. I try to. But people yeah. also have to understand that the blueprint isn't the same for everybody. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people out here, they try to copy people and copying other people's marketing strategies, thinking it's going to work for them, and it's not. I tell people all right. the time, the blueprint is different. Every time. The blueprint time. is definitely different. It's and it's not walk. an issue with asking someone, you know, how they did it. You know, if they want to, you know, disclose their information with you, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody how they mm-hmm. did it. But you can take little key things and probably alter them the way that you, you know, best understand or best can execute and go about it doing it that way. But don't try to exactly copy somebody. Right thinking is you're yeah. gonna get the same results. It's just not gonna work. Right, not gonna happen. I think I think that's one of my key skills. I can take somebody else's stuff and put my own spin on it to make it work for me. Right. Mm. Right. That's what it's all about and that's what makes it so unique and different. So what do you believe was your biggest challenge to get where you are today and how did you overcome that? Oh, biggest challenge biggest challenge would be coming off tour and not having it. Well, I was waiting on the job. So we got off tour like in February and I didn't get this job till the job didn't start till August. So oh, mind yeah. you, I'm Yeah, so mind you, I'm yeah. Really trying to hone in and focus, but um what what helped me focus was to be honest, when I got off tour, that's when I really started coming up with the plan. Coming up with the whole business idea and all that. 
Um, I had a bunch of free, I had a lot of free time on my hands. Um, I had like, good thing for me was tax time. So I had some tax money I could use to help, you okay. know, get by, to help get by till August came. Um, of course I had help from my mom. But yeah, that, that hard time was, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just wake up every day like I'm going to work. Cause I'm waking up mm-hmm. seven o'clock, you know? Yeah, just doing what I'm doing, doing what you'll do when you, when you work. Just get up early, you know? Uh, start working on this, start working on that, and just planning everything out. So by the time I knew I was done, I had the whole plan written down and ready to go. So I think that was my hardest time. And, of course, you know, a lot of prayer. You know, my uh, I have a good brother. I have a good brother of mine. He's really, he's really into religion and Christianity. So he made sure he put that prayer in me all the time. Like, hey, just yes. pray. He's like, so you pray, so we pray. But he always say when you pray, just make sure what you, you work for what you pray for. Yeah, yeah. I try not just to pray. I try to make sure I'm working for what I'm praying for. I actually believe in it. I actually believe in it, though. Like, you know, you can't be, you can't be worried. You can't be worried and and believe at the same time. Wow. At the same time, so. That's right. (laughs) Your prayer is worthless (laughs) if you're not going to um, put some, uh, some, uh, what's the word I want to use? Some, um, you just have to believe. God had a faith. Like you said, you can't right. be out here worried. I mean, you just prayed about hoping that you get some money, and then you go going to be done praying, and an hour later you heard about getting some money. Like it, right. It just, right. It's just so backwards. It's just backwards. Like, well, just past things, that things are going to happen. Now, you do probably have to do some things to hopefully make a couple extra dollars, but it's going to happen in due time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take your time. It's going to come. Right. <laughs> so, what is your definition of success, and what do you consider your big success? And it can be business-related or even personal-related. Well, my business-related, I want to say success would be just starting starting the label. I think that was a big success for me because I'm one of those type of people, once I started, I ain't going to stop till it's finished. So, I need to right. be like, like the, what I said, my purpose was experience. I need to be able to experience all everything that comes with it, the ups, the downs, you know, the bad, good times. I need to be in it in order to, for it to excel. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the type of person you got to put me in the fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I, and I think for people, I think that's the biggest thing they forget. Like if you, when you start it, when you start it, you, you're going to keep it moving. You, most people don't quit stuff that they stop, especially if they're doing it for themselves. You know, maybe along the way, maybe six, seven months you may quit, but. Yeah, I think that's my biggest success story would be starting a label because a, a lot has come from it for the most part, you know. That's awesome. In, in, this, in this year and a half, a lot has come from it. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Like, when you really sit down and think about it, you like, dang, just a year and a half ago, this wasn't even really burst. And now, right. a year and a half later, you like, oh, my goodness, like, all this has came into fruition, and it's so much more to happen. So I know you're super excited for whatever you have coming your way. I, I know you're excited. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So if you can give younger Gil a piece of advice, what would it be? Mm. Believe in yourself early on. Mm. Believe in yourself early on. I got you know how you super super humble. And you're like, yeah, I just did that, you know. My, and your friends will tell you, nah, man, you like, you good at it. Like, you great. Like, believe, believe those words, man. They're not lying to you, man. <laughs> believe those words. Yeah. Yeah, That's I good. feel like you, 
Like even when I was 16, I was I still I didn't get it. I didn't get it till I was 21 to be honest. That what they were saying, like they used to tell me all the time, like yeah, you wanted something, like you're doing something great. I was just being humble. Sometimes right. you don't have to be too humble. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I know you get busy at times, and sometimes it, it might be hard to sit down and, and know that with yourself. But how do you, like, treat yourself? How do you do, like, handle self-care when it's those times where you really need it? Um, I try to sit back. Mm. Either, either it's me playing a game or watching my favorite show. For the mm-hmm. most part, or but to be honest with you, I get a lot of free time when I go to these shows because you know I okay. be with artists. I be with artists, so that's the good part about it. Like yesterday, we did something called the Enchanted Christmas at the Nat Stadium. Um, mm-hmm. and we had a great time. It was a great party. So I think those are my my self care times too. I get to party and let loose because you know it's right. not really work. It's not really work at that point. Mm-hmm. Once, the ba- once the band's playing and the music is on, but yeah, definitely, I think for me, it's definitely in the music. I feel like that's part of the reason why I started the business. Because man, music is like uh, passionate to me. Like it helps, it helps chill me out. Like I can, I can find music for a certain moods and how I feel. So I right. feel like music is definitely the key. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, do you have any like upcoming events and projects you can let our listeners know about? Um, so right now I'm working on a, I'm working on an album here, a compilation album with a bunch of DC artists, producers, um, engineers, you name it, you name it, they do it. I'm putting them on, I plan on dropping it on my birthday, which is June 10th, 2020. Um, and that will, and I'm working on with, with, along with that, we're working on a docu-series with it to showcase the album and, you know, just the DC creative artists and what they go through. Um, so I plan on dropping no I plan on dropping that June tenth. The docu series I don't have a date for that yet though. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I, I plan on dropping that soon. Well yeah, my for my birthday. Okay. Mm. Um, how can our listeners find you on like social media? Um, social media would be Instagram, it would be G W E N T M T. Um same for same for um, Facebook, um, and Twitter would be W-E-N-T-M-T. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. So before we go, can you give our listeners one piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Um, It goes, it goes back to uh, prayer. That's, that's number one. Mm-hmm. So prayer, make sure you pray for what you... Make sure you, when you pray for it, make sure you work for what you pray for. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Patient is a talent, and success is a skill. And I think those yes. are the things say. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. I am so excited to have had you on the podcast today, Gil. You were amazing. You dropped some nuggets. I hope people wrote down how they can, you know, connect with you via social media. I mean, listen, yeah. y'all might do another tour and pop up in their city. I don't know. But, oh, so are we going to work right. on something soon? <laughs> see? See, y'all? Out here, they, they get playing together, y'all. So be on the lookout yeah. now. Put some notifications on. Please. You know? Please. I don't know. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty, plenty, plenty more talent out here. Shoot, they come to Philly, I might be there. I don't know. You know, I might be there. So with oh, that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.